I'm Robert Affalter, and this is the Robert Affalter Show, and welcome again as we start the morning drive. Today we're working on this just a little bit differently as we continue to try to improve your experience <laughs> and reduce the background noise. We'll see if this works. Today I've mounted the phone on the dash here, and we'll see if that improves the road noise situation. I have a feeling, though, that it's just something that's going to be picked up and may have to alter how I'm doing this. Anyway, again, welcome. Let's see what we're going to talk about today. We have a bright sunshine today as we're heading into the office. Actually, I'm heading first to a mastermind meeting. My mastermind partner is meeting with me today at 7.30 in the morning. I'm taking off right now at a little after 7, so i got to hurry along here a little bit. And with COVID rules now in place, we used to meet at a restaurant. Now, fortunately, he's got a shop and a spot where we can be six feet apart and still have our meeting. And So he brings his breakfast, and I bring a cup of tea, and we can sit and have a little meeting. And that's one of the things that Napoleon Hill talks about, that you need a mastermind partner. You need somebody that can help you be more successful or accomplish what you want to accomplish in life. And it's interesting how sometimes I think I can do everything by myself. <laughs> and it seems like I try to. And if we talk about the part of us that is God having an experience through us. It would seem to me that that part of us ought to be able to do everything by itself. <laughs> but that doesn't seem to be the way the game's been set up. The game seems to have been set up so that we play better when we play with others. <laughs> it, seem, it seems it's not an individual game. It's a team game. So what you want to do is get your team together. many of us the ultimate I think is for your partner in life your spouse or partner if you're not married that person that's that special someone in your life the ultimate is if that person is your mastermind partner and you face life's challenges together and it's interesting I was talking with my second oldest son about this. He just got married last year. And it's interesting. My children all got married much later in life than we did. The youngest one to get married was, I think, 30 maybe. Which puts it off about seven years after I got <laughs> past when I got married. Um, And what I told my son was, you know, it was just different when I was your age. It seems like it's common now for people to delay marriage until later in life and they think they've got things better figured out. And I think oftentimes they do. Certainly my children have kind of had a career or were on their way to establishing a career before they got married. And even further along, had been married for a while, usually before they had children, didn't have children right away, 
And when we were young, it was different. We just, you got married and had kids and you took life as it came. That's what I was telling my son. That's, it's just different these days. And maybe it's better. You know, you've kind of got things established and the struggles were different. But you didn't have that person to help you, help share the struggles either. So, you had to have, rely on other people, I guess. The key, though, is putting together your mastermind partnership. I guess that's the topic today. And how do you do that? the people that you want involved in your mastermind and I guess first of all is to talk about what's really the goal of the mastermind what is it that you're trying to accomplish and you might have several different partnerships you might have one for business and one for maybe your health I guess the three big topics are health wealth and relationships and you may want a mastermind group for each of those. The one I'm going to this morning is more kind of spiritual and business related, I guess. And I guess the way I look at it is, as some people say, God, family, and country, kind of putting things in that order. And I think in my life, I guess I've agreed with that. I've certainly done things with that in mind if you look at how you spent your time do you spend your time thinking about God your creator are you grateful for every minute of your life that's what I try to do as I'm talking with you now on my ride in I mentioned the sunshine we got just a little bit of fog on the ground and the trees are just glowing in the sunlight and I've got a little bit of shade along the highway here I'm on an interstate and I just enjoy and appreciate it and I'm grateful for it if you can be grateful the more often you can be grateful during your day it really sets you up for having a better experience it's hard to have a bad experience when you're really thankful for something and I think that's one of the goals of the mastermind, or at least I hope that's one of the goals of my mastermind, is we hope to inspire each other to see what's happening in our lives that's for the good, how we're benefiting from it, and helping us to enjoy the experience that we're creating. And even among the struggles, because there's always struggles, your partner can help point out that you're on the right path or here are some other possibilities to help you better accomplish what you want to accomplish in life. My mastermind partner last time we got together mentioned uh, possible customers for me. And we were looking at as far as my academy, Affolter Academy. And we were looking at chiropractors as a natural, as far as business and 
and spirituality, really, because chiropractic was about, in my opinion, putting spirituality and science back together. And as a chiropractor for the last 35 years, I actually have some credibility in, in that field. But then he also said, you know, you could also be doing it for real estate, because I have had a real estate license since 2002, with one small gap, I think, for a year or something in there. But for most of that time, I've had a license. And haven't sold a lot of houses. We probably maybe average a property a year or something like that. However, as someone pointed out to me, that's more than the average realtor does. The average realtor doesn't sell any or hardly any in a year. So someone pointed out to me, I said, well, I really don't do that much real estate. I only sell maybe a house a year. And she said, 70 or 80% of the people don't do even that much. So she said, you're a big dog and you don't even know it. <laughs> but it's different when you're just doing it for yourself and your family. I'm not out trying to hustle customers for real estate. But anyway, my mastermind partner pointed out those two, and then he also pointed to maybe Unity Church. People with those kind of interests, where what we're trying to do is be guided by something other than our programming. And that's what you really want to do, I think, with your mastermind group. As Napoleon Hill said, he's probably the one that, well, he didn't start it, I'm sure, but he came up with the idea the idea was actually given to him, I think, by Andrew Carnegie. That you needed a mastermind group. In fact, he, Andrew Carnegie told Napoleon Hill, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Andrew Carnegie was at one point the richest man in the world. And he made his money in steel. And he told... Napoleon Hill, he said, I know nothing about the making or the marketing of steel. And Napoleon Hill was rather surprised and said, well, just what is your job here then? And he said, my job is to keep perfect harmony among all the members of my mastermind group. And Napoleon Hill said, well, is that all you do? And Carnegie said, well, have you ever tried to keep perfect harmony among any two people for any length of time? And Hill said, no, I suppose I haven't. He said, well, you just try it for a while and see how easy that is. <laughs> Probably not very easy, right? So what Carnegie was saying is he had a group that knew about marketing steel, about making steel, and about improving his process. And he was relying on those people to do the jobs that needed to be done. And that was his mastermind group. So if you look at the board of any company, any corporation has a board of directors that direct the workings of the company, that would be their mastermind group. And what Napoleon Hill was saying is you not only have the have access to the resources, the education of the members of your mastermind group, but you also create what he called a third mind. That was the mastermind, and this third mind had access to spiritual resources. So in other words, maybe you'd get a new thought. 
something that you didn't know about in the past. And that's one of the things I've been trying to get across to you in these podcasts is to think about the difference between your thinking, your programming, and actually getting an insight, an inspiration, a new thought. Where do new thoughts come from? Somebody on Facebook once told me that you can never think about something that you haven't already thought about. In other words, it's impossible to get a new idea. And I didn't agree with that. And he said, well, let me give you an example. Think of a city. I said, okay. How about Affelterton and the Swiss Alps with a population of 6,012? And, you know, I just gave some statistics and described this city. He said, see, you couldn't have thought of that if you didn't already know about it. And I said, I just made the whole thing up. So what he was missing was the idea of imagination. I was a guest lecturer at a psychology class at Western Washington University. And one of the students there made the same comment. So apparently it's something that's being taught that you can't have a thought that she hadn't already thought about. And it kind of gets back to that scientism thing that I've talked about in an earlier podcast where some people believe that science will eventually explain everything. And I guess if that was true, then you couldn't have an an experience here, you couldn't have a thought that she hadn't already gotten from somebody else. But that would mean there could be no innovation. Where do new thoughts come from? And Napoleon Hill talked about two types of imagination. One was synthetic and one was creative, if I remember the terms correctly. And the creative is the one where you just get a brand new idea, something nobody's ever thought about. And the synthetic is when you put other ideas together in a new way. I saw some, I forgot who, the actual quote was, but the quote was something like, genius isn't seeing something new that nobody's ever seen before. It's seeing what everybody's seen, but thinking what nobody's ever thought. (laughs) So as you detach yourself from your mind and your programming and you begin to wonder at the world, Can you have a new thought? Can you think something new? Can you come up with something creative? Can you come up with a solution to your problem? Whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, can you come up with a solution that utilizes the information or programming you've already got in a different way? And let me give you an example. Yesterday, I'm working on one of my chiropractic tables. And I bought this old table, built in the 70s. And reminds me a lot of a table my father had back then. About the same, well, probably exactly the same table. I mean, it's, it's not the same table, but probably an identical style of table. Anyway, I got this table, my daughter-in-law saw it at Goodwill for a hundred bucks. 
And if it was all reconditioned, it wasn't in bad shape, but if it was reconditioned, it'd be worth about 1500 So anyway, I said, buy it. So I bought this table and uh, decided, well, I'd put new cushions on it. So about a month ago, three weeks ago, something like that, I ordered new cushions for it. And yesterday, and I ordered some bearings and, and a couple of new shafts that it needed. And I'm putting those on yesterday and I'm cleaning things up. I've got a little sink in my office and I'm cleaning up the bearings and trying to keep them at a, kind of a sleeve with these ball bearings that fit into it and they pop out easily. So anyway, I'm trying to keep the bearings from going down the sink and I don't have a stopper. So I went to the Rite Aid store, which is about a block away, and they didn't have any. So I thought, well, okay, what could I use for a stopper? And I noticed I had a couple of bottles of sleeping pills that my mother left in the office. So I grabbed one of those. I thought, well, that's just about the right size. And went in, sure enough, it fit perfectly in the drain hole. So that was my new stop. And I find a lot of times that happens for me. I can just think about something and try to think, okay, what could, what could be used in that situation and come up with some creative way of doing things that wouldn't have occurred to me if I hadn't tried to be creative, if I hadn't tried to see beyond what was really going on. Or see past my program. In other words, I'm looking for a different, I know I need a stopper, but rather than being limited to actual stoppers that are designed for sinks, can I come up with a creative way of doing that and not have to spend another hour running to a store and looking for something? So that was my insight there. And it gets back, though, to our mastermind group. If you have a mastermind going and you have multiple people trying to think of the same problem, it's the old two heads are better than one. Multiple heads, if you can keep, if you can maintain harmony, that's really the key. Because if you can't maintain harmony, then you're just arguing about stuff. And you don't get anywhere just arguing about stuff. But if you can have a brainstorming session, and work together, just throw ideas out there. You might be surprised at how somebody in your group will come up with an idea, and it's not based on his background, or sometimes it is, but oftentimes it's not even based on their background, their formal education at least. They'll come up with an idea that's a solution to a problem and help you and you'll be just excited and happy that you've got this mastermind group to help you out. I'll give you an example of people coming up with solutions. I read a book and right off the top of my head, I can't remember the title of the book, but they were talking about how your mind is outside your brain. That your memory is an example if you remember that you read something in a book, you don't have to remember what it was. All you have to do is remember it's in the book. You can go to the book and find it again. So your memory then extends to the book. 
similarly if you experience a movie let's say you go to your go to a movie with somebody you know that you're both at the movie and if you question your memory you can ask the person you went with what the memory is and see if you both have the same memory or you can get the memory if you can't quite remember something you can ask that person and see what they remember about it so your memory actually then extends to another person and you can see then I think that as you put more and more people together that's how your your mastermind is formed because your mind your memories are not just contained within your brain you have access then to this other people other things which maybe is even more than memory might actually be a, another form of mind you know it's, it's difficult to actually come up with a definition of mind I've been looking at diff different definitions for a long time but when we say mind we often think about what we're thinking about and that may not be the best way to think about mind because you can have thoughts and yet what controls the thoughts could be argued as your real mind whereas just your thinking the random thoughts that might be going through your mind <laughs> and even even describing it I use terms as so I'm saying thoughts go through your mind thoughts not being your mind right? so your mastermind partners are helping you form something and obtain thoughts that it maybe or we'd say are in your mind but aren't really your mind anyway look at putting together your mastermind group what kind of experience do you need to draw from and of course we're thinking then in terms of a corporate structure you need accountants and you need marketing people and you need people that know about production depending on what kind of a business you're running I guess yeah different types of production depending on your business and you want to put all that together and then have regular meetings where you discuss each part of the operation and how everything's coming together so you make sure that everything's coordinated and you can do that for your life just like you would for a business of course and in your life it's health wealth and relationships so think about that this week or today putting together your mastermind group and I'm just about ready to stop here and get a cup of tea to take to my group so I'm going to sign off but thanks for listening I appreciate it and please pass this along help somebody else get a little better insight this has been Robert Affalter. Thanks again. Have a great day.